Welcome to Jewish Magic, where we explore all things magic in and around Judaism. I'm Michelle Leffler, shamanic energy alchemist and Jewish extraordinaire. I'm the owner of Living Moon Meditation, where I help people find balance in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. It's my honor to talk to you about Jewitry and Jewish magic. Let's get started. Welcome to Jewish Magic Podcast. We're going to start with a quote of the week. This week's quote is by Alice Hoffman. Books may well be the only true magic. I love to read. That's not surprising. I'm a librarian in my day job and I'm Jewish. We Jews are known as the people of the book, so it just makes sense. I read a lot of nonfiction, but lately I've been reading a lot of fiction. Now, I love all kinds of fiction, but I'm really in the mood for some Jewishy fiction. But it's hard to find that because nothing is really labeled that way. So I've compiled a list of 10 books that I recommend if you are looking for some Jewishy fiction. I've read half of this list. The other half have either been recommended to me or I have stumbled across them in looking through Jewish fiction lists. If you've read any of these, let me know what you think. Our first book is The Red Tent by Anita Diamant. This is the story of Dina, a woman mentioned in passing as the daughter of Jacob. In the Bible, she is a footnote in the story of her violent rape. Here we see her story and that of her four mothers. Our second book is The Weight of Ink by Rachel Kaddish. Historian Helen Watt and student Aaron Levy are on a quest to discover the identity of the mysterious Aleph, author of a cache of 17th century documents discovered in a London home. The third book is The Golem and the Genie by Helene Wecker. A golem, a genie, both loose in New York City. Need I say more? Fourth is Alice Hoffman's The Museum of Extraordinary Things. Coralie Sardi is forced to perform in her father's Coney Island freak show. She teams up with Jewish immigrant Eddie Cohen to investigate the disappearance of a young Jewish girl. Our fifth pick is also by Alice Hoffman and is The Dove Keepers. Four women find refuge at Masada with other Jews fleeing Roman oppression. Ninety flee there. Two women and five children survive. And we have another Alice Hoffman pick for book number six, The Marriage of Opposites. Rachel, a beautiful Jewish girl living in St. Thomas in the early 1800s, has always been a difficult girl. When her husband dies, she seizes her own life, and her rebellion has reached new heights. Now we come to book number seven, and we're going to leave Alice Hoffman behind, although I could include a slew of Alice Hoffman books on this list. But number seven is Henna House by Nomi Eve. Yemen, 1920. Adela is a young Jewish girl facing the prospects of marriage or being torn from her cultural identity. This is the story of a woman, her family, and the rituals that bind them. Number eight 
Eternal Life by Dara Horn. Rachel made a bargain, and 2,000 years later, she's still trying to free herself. That does sound kind of witchy. She's 2,000 years later, still alive, trying to free herself from a bargain. Sounds pretty witchy to me. Now, number nine is by Naomi Reagan, The Ghost of Hannah Mendez. Catherine is desperately trying to encourage her three granddaughters to learn about their roots. Women seeking their ancestors. Sounds pretty witchy. And number 10 is also by Naomi Reagan, The Devil in Jerusalem. Detective Bina Zedek investigates a horrific accident in Jerusalem and ends up caught up in Kabbalah, ancient texts, and cult rituals. So there you have it. 10 Jewish fiction books that I consider to be at least somewhat witchy. Now, these are just 10. There are more. I will probably do several of these episodes throughout however long I keep this podcast going, but I'm also going to, in the future, include a book review, or a mini book review at least, as part of every episode. Not going to do that in this one because I just talked about 10 different books. So, yeah, let me know if you've read any of those 10, what you thought about them, and what your favorite Jewish witchy reads are. Are you looking for a simple weekly planner that focuses on the Jewish year? Most Jewish calendars feature the Gregorian date with the Hebrew date indicated at the bottom. Anyone trying to focus their life around the Jewish calendar can find this frustrating. My 5782 weekly planner features the Hebrew date with the corresponding Gregorian date and includes the monthly Rosh Hodesh, Shabbat readings, candle lighting times, holidays, and Omer counting cycle. When you order, you'll receive instant access to the digital file to print on your own. Check it out at gumroad.com slash living moon meditation. Are you looking for a grounded, earth-based approach to the Jewish will of the year? If you're like a lot of witchy Jewish types, then you know how tough it is to find reliable information on earth-based practices in Judaism. It seems like every time you try to find witchy Jewish practices, you just end up finding traditional witchcraft or appropriated practices. It's frustrating, it's alienating, and it's almost impossible to find what you're looking for. Until now. The Complete Jewish Will of the Year is your guide to quickly and easily understanding the basics of the Jewish year from an earth-based perspective. This self-paced course is available as a whole, or you can access individual modules. For more information, you can find it on my website, www.livingmoonmeditation.com, and then click the Courses tab. This week on the Jewish Calendar. This week's Torah portion is Shemot, Exodus chapter 1 through chapter 6, verse 1. The Parsha tells of the Israelites' affliction in Egypt, the hiding and rescuing of the infant Moses, Moses in Midian, the calling of Moses, his circumcision along the way, meeting the elders, and Moses before Pharaoh. Candle lighting time for Shabbat is Friday evening 
at 4.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Havdalah to end Shabbat will be Saturday evening at 5.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Interested in studying Torah with me and other witchy Jews? Join me over in my Facebook group, Jewish Torah Study. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash Jewish Torah Study. I also have the link in the show notes for you. Time for a little bit of news. I wanted to let you know that I've decided to start a second podcast. I really enjoy this and will be adding to my repertoire. My second podcast is called Everyday Magic. It will be an every other week podcast that debuts on January 10th. When it does, this podcast will move to every other week as well. We'll have episodes for Jewish Magic drop on December 27th and January 3rd, then we'll move to every other week beginning January 17th. Do you have a Jewishy question you're itching to have an answer to? Send me an email and I may answer it in an upcoming episode. It might also become the topic of an upcoming episode. You can send questions to me at hello at livingmoonmeditation.com. As always, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Living Moon Meditation. Remember, life is all about magic you can do. See you next time.